if I could talk to you from a title today, it would be, uh, there is too much on the line. There is too much on the line. I was supposed to start this, uh, or I should, I was supposed to start over a sermon series today called Let's Be the Church for Real. And it was a series that I did a couple of years ago, but here lately, I've been feeling like the Lord has wanted me to redo that series. In fact, I'm realizing that God has given me a lot of awesome titles for many sermon series. But if I just be all the way real with you in here today, I have to be honest and say that I haven't done them all justice. And, and, I, and I feel like I'm, I'm in a place in my life. I don't know about you, but I'm in a place in my life where uh, when it comes to the work that I put in for God, work that he has called me to do, that uh, if I don't do it to my all, if I don't give it my best, I find myself having to go back and get that thing right. And, and so and so I, I know that I'm I'm going to redo. Let's be the church for real. It's just that at this moment, I feel God so heavy on my life to deal with something else right now. And, and I don't know about anybody else in here, but I feel like uh, if I if when I was in the streets and sold out to the enemy uh, who couldn't stand me, if, if I could be all about his business, getting that getting that money, if, if, I, if I could be all about the enemy's business in those ungodly, intimate relationships, if I could minister to people about the kingdom of darkness and win them deeper into sin, then for sure I could go. If, if, if I could go hard for a devil that was trying to kill me, I better be willing to go 10 times harder for a God who saved me. If, if, if I could be a whoremonger for the enemy, I better be able to be an awesome husband for the one who calls me friend. The, the, the devil is a whole lie if he believes that, that the people I manipulated into going deeper with me into sin, that, that I'm not going to turn my attention back to those very same people and witness them back to God. In fact, I'm... I'm perplexed. I'm, I'm, I'm troubled. I, I see people sitting in chairs and, and, and in pews, uh, you know, when, when, it, when the churches are full, I see them sitting in chairs and pews and just sitting there when the praise and worship is going forth and they don't clap, they don't shout, stand up, uh, not, not, they don't even simply wave their hand. But it would be them same people. I can remember them, uh, uh, you know, uh, out in the club when you was having the two for one special and, 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 and the song just be all right and they'd be all over the dance floor. It'd be the same people who will not stand up out of their seats and give God a praise when the praise team is doing their thing. But as soon as they leave the church and that car radio is on, they're giving God, uh, they're not giving God any praise with, with Christian music or CDs. But all of a sudden, they all in the car, all over the place, dancing and singing along to some some the very lyrics that helped enslave them in the first place. I used to I used to uh, I used to run out to the front of the church back when we was in the old building, and I would listen because in the summertime people have their windows down, and and you would listen to to all the music that they was playing as they left the church. And these people would be all over the car like, you know, like it was a party going on inside the car, but they couldn't give God two claps and a thank you, Lord, when they was in the church. I don't know, just call me crazy, but I get excited when I think about the goodness of Jesus. I get excited when I think about what he brought me out of. So so don't get it twisted. I might not stomp my feet into the rug and take off running around the building and uh, when the spirit hits me, uh, but I got a two-step and a cry that exemplifies I understand all that he's done for me. And, 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 I, and, and I don't know what type of hell you've been through, but, but I've been through and delivered from the type of hell that does not allow me to keep my seat when they sing my song. Truth be told, I don't even have to know the song, didn't know a song they sung today, but I couldn't keep my seat. See, see, let it hit, let it hit my house. Let it open my mail. Let it take me back. Uh, let, let, let me hear it give him the glory and, and I will lose my mind up in here. I don't need to be pumped. I don't need to be primed. All I need is a minute to think about where I was. Is anybody knows what I'm talking about? I, you, you ain't got to tell me, come on, get up and throw your hands in the air. You don't have to do any of that for me. All I've got to do is remember where I was and how nobody could bring me out but Jesus. To think about all, to think about all of the cocaine that I snorted, snorted and my, and my heart didn't bust. Uh, all I got to do is think about all the dirties that I smoked and, and after I closed my eyes, I was able to open my eyes again the very next morning. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? I don't need nobody to, to, to instigate me into praise. All I've got to do is have a flashback. And unless you, unless you've been through nothing in your life, you don't understand what I'm saying. 
But if you've been through heartbreak, heartbreak, heartache, and times of despair when you, you didn't even want to get out of the bed, Lord, have mercy. If, if you know something about that type of trauma, that type of drama, that type of pain, that, 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 that hell was so hot in your life, you didn't even want to walk out the door. But on the strength that God is faithful and, 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 and he's willing and, and, and he loves us, you're still here. See, 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 you don't have a problem praising God when that's your testimony. Hallelujah. Let me, let me get on into this thing. Unless you've been under, uh, living under a rock for the last month and a half, two, uh, two months, you would know that we've been dealing with a very, very serious situation due to the coronavirus. And if you've been watching the news, uh, then you have seen that there is this huge battle going on between, uh, battle going on about whether or not the governor should lift sanctions off some of the states, or which would do away with the stay-at-home laws that have been implemented. The governor's implemented these sanctions in hopes to keep uh, the American people as safe as possible while these scientists are supposed to be coming up and doing all they can to come up with a cure for this pandemic. The top five states that have been hit the hardest, according uh, to data says, data turned in says that New York has 3,200,977. New Jersey has 1,223,717. And Boston, Massachusetts is dealing with 66,000. And Illinois is dealing with 58,000. I think California is dealing with over 50,000 of these cases. And when it comes to the great state of Kentucky, uh, I was surprised to see that we are dealing with close to 5,000 cases. Now, it's probably it's probably higher because if you notice, every night it goes up by about 1,000. Amen. Uh, and, and out of that 4,879 that I saw last night, it said 100, uh, 248 people in this town, in this state, has died. That 248 doesn't sound like a lot to a, people in a bigger state. Uh, but in Kentucky, when you're riding around Mount Sterling and you're riding around Georgetown, you're riding around Versailles, and you begin to think that 4,879 people got this thing. And what I was told by a nurse, she said, if, if 4,879 got this thing, go ahead and times that times four. Because nine times out of ten, they have infected, they have come in contact with people and have infected people that have infected people that have infected people. And so, and so, and so, and then when you begin to think about this small state of Kentucky, and that type of motor working at such a furious rate, we can only imagine what our numbers truly are. These are the numbers. Mind you, they are increasing daily. And yet we have some people in political power who are saying, due to the need of the economy, we need just to get things up and running again. Now, I don't, I don't know about anybody else, but the way my thinking is set up, uh, it brings me to this conclusion on the matter. I could care less about the economy if I'm dead. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying to you? If I'm taking my last breath, what won't be on my mind is I hope they get that economy up and running. Please understand me that this is not a political stance, nor do I desire to jump into a political war that I have seen so many men and women of God jump into uh, uh, uh jump into and their once so solid reputation has now been reduced to a man or woman in the pulpit who seems to exhibit racist-like tendencies when the Bible makes it clear that our job as Christians is simply to show the unsaved Jesus. Let me, let me, let me just go ahead and deal with that again because I've been noticing that a lot of preachers have been on my page uh, when we're doing these, these lives, so I want to say it again. Be careful about what it is that you're exemplifying because this virus and politics uh, will, will, will tell your secret of racism. I'm, I'm watching people, not just white people that feel certain ways about certain politicians, but it saddens me to say that I'm watching black people who feel certain ways about certain politicians. And, and, and all of a sudden, I don't see man of God anymore. I see angry man. I don't see, I don't see man of God anymore. I see, I see man with agenda. And, and, and I don't mean uh, to disrespect anybody, but, but I have great respect for so many 
men and women of God on my page and, and in my life, I, I just don't want that to be tainted by something that if we are looking at this thing in the spiritual is the enemy anyway. Oh, God. See, you know, we're, we're living in a time now where it's not just necessarily adultery that takes you out. We're living out in a time where, you know, the preacher doesn't necessarily uh, it's not necessarily drugs and alcohol that takes him out. It's not it's not the money stealing the money. That's not what's taking the preacher out. Today, today, today in 2020, what we are dealing with, what we are dealing with, with the, with the preacher is, is they got too many of their own ideas. Lord, have mercy. We, we, we've got too many of our own ideas. We, you know, we, we've got agendas that are not the agendas of Jesus. And I just want to go ahead and say this, and, and I'm probably, you know, people don't like me no way, so I don't make me you no, know, never mind. I, I just want to go ahead and say this. Anytime that you begin to hear spiritual people bring race into spiritual things you're dealing with a demon you're dealing with a spirit amen uh because because i I don't know call me crazy but i just tend to believe that when we get to glory it ain't gonna be the black church it ain't gonna be the white church ain't gonna be the latino church ain't gonna be the chinese church it's just gonna be the church you understand what i'm saying to you and, and, and with all of the education and all, and with all of the know and all of the wisdom that so many people of God on these Facebook pages and that's out here in social media you have, do you understand that if you would, if you would, if you would, if you would push your energy towards getting folks saved, ain't no telling, Lord have mercy, ain't no telling what type of come to Jesus moments we would have. We are now witnessing militia groups bearing arms in protest of governors trying to Save their lives. We now see all over the United States people showing up at state mansions to to protest. And and they are upset that the governors are trying to save their lives. And as I watch this, I can't think about how this very same situation is taking place between God and his people. See, 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 just... The res- just as the residents of Michigan are subject to the authority, uh, the, the, the governing body of Michigan in Michigan, so are we who are citizens of the kingdom of God subject to God's authority. And just like in the state of Michigan, the people who are rebelling, as long as time dates back, we can find the people who openly rebelled against God while yet claiming God. See, the people in Michigan, they still claim Michigan, though they are rebelling against Michigan. But we can't trip about the people in Michigan because the Christians have been rebelling against God while still claiming to be Christian. Oh, Lord. So, I want you to get this. I, I, <laughs> I, in just the state of Kentucky, 248 people have died to complications of the virus in just a little over a month. And we still have a problem with the governor trying to... Save our lives. Now, 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 and, and I don't, I know we're going to get some spiritual backlash on that. Day. Ain't nobody going to be able to save me but God. Well, what if he's using the governor to save? What, is, what if he's using the governor to save your life? Have several seats with your foolishness. Now, get this. I don't believe in abortion. <laughs> and, and I don't believe, but I do believe the church is essential. And, and just as God blessed us with faith he equally blessed us with common sense so i don't really have to wait on a man to tell me when i can come out the house i don't necessarily need a man to tell me when i need to go ahead and open the doors of the church and since i am in the world but not of the world i'm not waiting for him to release me anyway to do god's business i'm waiting for god to release me to do his business and i'm gonna tell you something it could be five thousand cases in one day in the city of lexington alone but if the holy ghost say open the doors we'll be in the building I, I don't wait for man, but I, I do bless God that he gives us faith, as but he also gives us common sense. And all through the word of God, we can find man coming up against God when they being, when, and, and, and have you ever noticed they only come up against God when, when they're being inconvenienced? But, but, but when they're getting their way, those same people is all about God. They wear the t-shirt, they post about him and all of that, right? But, but I believe it, it, it has been past time to grow in God to the point to where you understand that if God inconvenienced you, it was to help you. And my faith gives me the ability to love and go along with God, even when uh, what wanted to be a yes turned out to be a no. In a time, in a time where youth violence is off the hook, in a time 
where people who have families is dying to a virus that for real, for real, they're making it quite plain. They don't have any type of a real cure for in a time where addiction and alcoholism is through the roof. I'm learning more and more day by day that we have too much on the line not to be in alignment with God. Charles Spurgeon once said, and I quote, we cannot be, and I want you to catch this because this is powerful. Johnny, when I saw this, I, I, I thought about you. I want you to catch this, okay? You're a very popular young man in this city, uh, possibly in this state, but I know in this city for sure. I want you to hear this quote. I want you to hear it good. Charles Spurgeon said this once, and I quote, we cannot be fishers of men if we remain among men in the same element with them. Ooh. Fish will... Fish will not be fishers. <laughs> the sinner will not convert the sinner. The ungodly man will not convert the ungodly man. And what is more to the point, the worldly Christian will not convert the world. The worldly Christian will not convert the world. The carnal Christian will not convert the world. End quote. We, we, we cannot be fishers of men if we're going to stay in the same element as them. This immediately touched me because, because something that I continue to see in so many people in the church is this verbal confession of being saved, but no actions, no life change that happens to support that confession. See, you, see, you can, you can sit back and you can know all the songs. You can know the whole, you know, I never, you know, I'm from the street. I can't do the little holy thing. You know, they do all that. And, and well, I come, we ain't messing up our shoes doing all that. And, 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 and I sat back and watched people do all of this right here and, you know, and then watch other people and make sure that they're watching them do all of this. And I'm just, I'm just kind of hard. It's hard for me to believe that you could be praising God when you're too busy watching to see if somebody's watching you praise God. I have seen people be down here doing their dance, doing their dance, and somebody be sitting up there like, you know what, I'm going to come down here. I'm going to go down there and give it to them. They ain't seen that. Watch this, watch this. I mean, when do you get to the point where you're praising God and you're doing all this stuff, and then you do something like this? <laughs> I don't know if you're praising God or you're listening to the temptations. I don't know what's going on. But, but, but you're watching other people to see if they're watching you because you don't want nobody to miss how you good, how good you praise God. I'm going to say it again. I have several seats. Please understand that when you have been saved for real, everything changes. Now listen, I want to get you, I want you, because see, here's, here's the thing. I used to preach that like, you know, and then, and then I used to preach that with no under, with no compassion, with no love, with no, no, you know, I didn't care. You're going to hell if you ain't right. Uh, but, 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 but then I started making bad decisions. <laughs> and there's nothing more humbling than, than to preach for years, uh, 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 holiness or hell and then find yourself in a hellish mentality. And, 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 and watch this. The, the people that was already in the hellish mentality, and that's when you find yourself by yourself because the church gonna judge you. So you can't talk to the church, but then you can't even go to the other hellish people because you talked about them from the pulpit. So now you're just hellish by yourself. Ain't got nobody to pray for you. Ain't nobody, ain't got some other sinners to sucker you in. Lord, how much? We're, we're in bad times. We're in, we're in bad times. I want to take this a little further. I need you to understand that change, watch this, changes everything. You know, it don't just, it don't just, it don't just change a few things. It changes everything. <laughs> You can't make me believe that you're changed uh, because you show me. I, I, I don't know who I was talking to. I said, I'm ready for the church to get to the point to where we stop. You know, don't don't send no more recycled saints. Don't send no don't send people that's in other churches and they just upset with their pastor because they won't let them sing a solo. Don't sing them over here no more. But 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 I, I don't want to. I, I want the people that when you vacuum the carpet, you don't see them because they're under the carpet, but they got the whole building stinking. That's the people I, I'm looking for. Some people that really need to be changed. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? I, I don't want the things that I can pick up with my hands. I, 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 I'm going after the things that I have to get down on my knees for. Lord, have mercy. 
See, 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 and in fact, in fact, the Bible instructs us to, to come. Oh, God. Listen, and, and, and I can do all of that and still maintain my holiness. And in fact, the Bible instructs us uh, uh, to come out from them, which is not clean. Let, let me give somebody something to think about. If you claim to be saved, I want you to catch this. If you claim to be saved, but you still desire heavily to be around sin, you might not like this, but you might not be saved. If you claim, oh God, if, if you claim to be saved, but, but you always gotta be right up in the mix of it. You gotta be all up in the drama of it. You gotta be right there and, and you know, then maybe, maybe, maybe you're, you're not saved. I don't know about nobody else, but when I got saved, one of the greatest things God gave me was a peaceable spirit. I ain't got time to be a part of all of that anymore. And, and, and how is it that I could, I could still want the same things that I wanted when I wasn't saved that I want? Oh God, help me in here. So, so, so if you claim to be saved, but you desire heavily to still be around sin, you might, you might want to check your salvation. I, I know, and somebody said, who are you to say something like that? You, you can't judge nobody. Yes, I can. It, it says it. It says it. What is it? Second Corinthians 2 and 15. It says that he that is spiritual judgeth all men, but he is judged by nobody. He that is spiritual judgeth all things. It does not mean that I have a heaven or a hell to put you in or out of, but what it does mean, what it does mean is that I get to listen to you tell me what you say you are, and I get to read the word, and if what you say you are and how you operate are not lining up with the Bible that I read, then I have the right to judge that your spirit is out of alignment with the Lord. Lord, have mercy. So, 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 so get this. Uh, uh, oh, Lord, have mercy. If you are saved, saved should always provoke positive change. I, I know we can't change years overnight, but some folk have professed being saved longer than overnight, longer than a few years, but still have this desire to think as the world, which leads you to do as the world, which disqualifies them for heaven. <laughs> Now, 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 if you've been a part of the Unity Worship Center for three months or longer, you, you, you have all, you have most likely figured out that our ministry is designed to challenge your mindset, your way of thinking. For I believe that if a person's mindset changes, it changes everything for that person. But, but the problem is people are too busy changing the wrong things. You know, uh, you know, lo losing weight is good, but it don't change nothing. Lifting weights is good, but it don't, it don't change nothing. Eating healthy is awesome, uh, but that, that still don't change nothing. You know, got that position that you was after on the job, but things are still the same. And, and things will always be the same until you change the way you think. John Rowan said, John Rowan, I'm sorry, John Rowan said, uh, uh, and I quote, beware of the thief uh, that is looking to steal your purse, but also be aware of the thief that is in your mind looking to steal your promise. End quote. If the thief, Lord have mercy, if the thief in your mind can steal your promise, he has basically stolen your life. And from whatever age you were when he stole it, that's how long he's had you out here. The enemy has actually had you out here in the form of godliness, but void of any type of power. That, that's why, that's why you, you got, you got, uh, 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 60 people in the church that can't shoot to 120. <laughs> Because you don't got 60 people who leave the church that go talk about what they learned in the church because the enemy has stole, oh Lord, have mercy. And so, and so, and so the void of power. You come to church, but you ain't got no power. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to pastor a church that if I die, somebody better bring me back. <laughs> you hear me? Jake, do you understand that? If I die, I want to be a part of a church that if I die, if I fall coming down the steps, bump my head and die, you better be able to come lay hands on me and bring me back. <laughs> that only sounds crazy to the ones that don't believe. I'm sorry. That only sounds crazy to the ones that don't believe. We don't look for signs, miracles, and wonders no more. We're too busy looking for cars, houses, and hot chicks. Lord, help me in here. Whew. And a hot man. Amen. We forfeited signs, miracles, and wonders uh, for a car, house, and a bay. Oh, let me get on back in here. The church is void of power. And this is why the Bible says, above all things, above everything else, guard your heart. The word heart translates in the Greek and the Hebrew to mean mind. So above 
everything else, guard your mind. And this is why the psalmist said, I have hidden thy word in my heart that I might not sin against you. See, some of you have been coming to church for years, but there has been no growth. And the reason there has been no growth is because there has been a rash of robberies in your mind. Oh, Lord. And there, there, there was no, get this, there was no forced entry. And there, 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 was, there was no guard at the door uh, 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 of your mind to prevent the thief from coming in and propositioning you out of your promise and your future. See, listen, listen, the enemy, the, the enemy doesn't strong arm you. He doesn't kick in the door to hand and handle you violently. He hasn't had to. You ain't had no guard at the door and he has no reason to strong arm uh, and, and, and tear the place up. He just propositions you with what he knows you like and he tempts you and he makes false promises and he don't have to snatch it from you. Baby, you hand it over. <laughs> you. You will always be where you are if you don't get a guard at the door. Well, who's the guard, Pastor? Well, you know, uh, the, the, the word is the word is the guard. Hold on. The word is a thing, not a person, somebody might say. And my response would be in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and God and the word was God. So so when you put the word in you, you are putting uh, Lord have mercy. You are putting the Lord himself in a position to be security over your life. And so when temptation and sin comes around to rob you again, as long as you let security do what it do, you will suffer no loss. <laughs> Think about that. As long as you allow God to be what he's supposed to be in your life, you suffer no loss. You might not get to do some of the things that the carnal Christians call fun. You might not be able to find yourself in some of the situations that, that would have brought you some pleasure yesteryear. But as long as you're allowing the security system of the Holy Ghost to, 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 to be a guard at your door, you will suffer no loss. The problem that we have in the 21st century church is that people desire pleasure more than they desire God. People desire things more than they desire God. And, they, and, and, and when they get those things, they make them their God. Let me get to my text. I need 10 minutes. I'm out. I just want to deal with, with two of those verses, 11 through 13, what it says. But when Peter came to Antioch, I had to oppose him to his face. For what he did was very wrong. When he first, <laughs> when he first arrived, he ate with the Gentiles. Oh, let's just deal with that. I want you to catch this. I want you to catch this real quick. <laughs> when Peter was in the wrong, Paul loved Peter and God, Paul loved God and Peter so much that he checked Peter. Whew. This is the problem that we have in the church. No accountability. Won't nobody check nobody. And in and, and the church, when we, when we do check people, we're checking them from a selfish spirit. We ain't checking them because they have violated the laws of God. We check them because we feel like they violated the laws of us. <laughs> so, 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 so now what we have here is we see Paul, get this, Peter walked with Jesus. He literally walked with Jesus and Paul was literally an enemy of Jesus, but Paul checks Peter. Well, what, what does that mean? Some of you that come from the street, some of that you come from the hell, some of that you come from the club, some of you that come from the strip club, some of you that come from crack cocaine, some of you come from the prison. You understand what I'm saying to you? It doesn't make no matter that some of the people that you are connected to been in church 30 years. If they wrong, you are uh, you have the responsibility to check them. <laughs> see, see, it didn't matter to Paul. That Peter had been with Jesus for three and a half years or, or for three years because it didn't seem like Peter had cared that he would have been with Jesus for three years. Lord have mercy. And Paul says, it don't make no never mind that I didn't walk with him as you walked with him. Now that I see that you're being silly, I'm going to check you because I love you too much to let you fall. This is why we got to stop playing church because a lot of you, a lot of you, a lot of you are so popular. A lot of you, a lot of you got so many people that watch your every move and it's too much on the line for us to continue to play church because you think, let me tell you something, let me tell you something. I want to say this. If, if, if you've been hurt before, if you've been dogged before, if you've been disrespected before, if you've been left for dead before, if you keep on playing church, watch this. Everything that is under you, Lord have mercy, child, grandchild, nephew.
nephew, niece, and then they're watching you, what you are training them to do is play games in church. And guess what? Their heart going to get broke. Their credit going to get jacked up. They're going to get messed up. They're going to be in pain. They're going to get done wrong. Because why? We have been teaching for generations how to play church. And there is no power. And when you play church, you can't even correctly make decisions. You don't even make the right decisions when you play in church. Ain't you tired of playing church? Ain't you tired of being saved till you leave the building? Peter had walked with Jesus. Paul confronted Peter. Paul wouldn't be played with. When you got saved, <laughs> when you got saved and, and not from what you had just walked yourself into, and not, not from what just the enemy had planned, but you got saved from what you did to yourself. Paul, what had happened was, get this, see, Paul wasn't just committed. He wasn't, he was, oh God, he wasn't just converted, he was committed. That's the biggest problem. That's another big problem in the 21st century church. We, we get, we convert, but we don't commit. <laughs> convert just means I just change over into. Commit says I'm down in this thing no matter what. Paul had not just converted. But Paul had committed. And the problem in the 21st century church is we do a whole lot of converting. Watch this. And we're not even, it would be one, if we could just convert all the way over. We don't even convert all the way over. So not only are we half converted, we're none committed. So I am a half converted, not at all committed Christian. And I'm looking for God's glory on my life. <laughs> listen, listen. Did you know how many people who are not really saved and they know they're not saved and, 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 and what, let's, let's, let's back that thing up. What about the ones that think they saved and, and, uh, because, and, and because they saved, they said they saved, they in church 24-7, they know all the church songs, they know all the church dances, they know where it's going down there for the Christians, you understand? And so I wrote with them, but we ain't none of us blessed. See, it's too much on the line. See, my daughter is 10 years old and she's watching her father, you know, with, 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 you know, she's watching him with a magnifying glass and everything I do is okay to her. So it, if, if it's okay for me to do, in her mind, it's okay for her to do. So I got to watch how I talk. I got to watch what I watch. I got to watch the people that I let her see that I know. You know. I can't just let anybody around me because I don't want her to have a, a, a standard of friendship that it'll say she'll take anybody for a friend. You see what I'm the devil is a lie. It's too much on the line to be playing church. We've got to get this thing right. You got to get it right. We got to get it. Anybody got any daughters, nieces, nephews out there on social media in church? You got any daughters? Could you imagine? Okay, and I'm talking to the men. Could you imagine your daughter going through what you put them through? Could you, could you imagine your daughter's getting all the lies that you told somebody else's daughters? Could you imagine your daughter getting tricked out of what God calls sacred? Lord, have mercy. She, she got tricked out of what God calls sacred. And, and, and it wasn't necessarily because he was so smooth with his conversation. It was the fact that you had, you had lacked on your responsibility as a father to, to tell them what's right and wrong. And not just tell them, but to show them. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be something to have to deal with? What do you do when they call you at 3 in the morning and tell you your daughter's in a crack house? Doing an ungodlike act with two men for a $10 piece. What, 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 do you understand what this world is coming to and this is what we're dealing with? Too much is on the line. Hi, why you say that? Because I used to sell dope and I'd be in the crack houses and I seen them do ungodly things for $10 pieces with three, four people. And, 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 and here's what would blow my mind when I would, you know, you know how you, you just meet people and you see their family and they saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, how is this going on? Kids are tired of seeing their parents be spiritual in front of other folk, spiritual in front of the pastor, spiritual in front of the church. <laughs> but you two chains and and Jeezy and 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 and, and, and Kevin uh, Kevin Gates and, and all of that at home, and we're trying to figure out we're trying to we talk about the enemies confusing them. The enemy don't have to confuse them. You confusing them. You confusing them. You serve a pastor that you'll go gossip about. <laughs> 
Lord, have mercy. Did I say that? We live too, ain't we? Let me say it again. You'll serve a pastor. You serve a pastor that you gossip about. Talk crazy about your pastor in the car, at the dinner table, wherever. Then when your teenager gets out of hand, you want to bring him to the pastor and ask him to pray for him. And the pastor's looking at, and, and the kid's looking at the pastor like, man, I know so much about you that I can't even respect you. Lord, have mercy. And probably what they think they know, they don't know. Because because when, when their mamas and daddies was talking, they they, they talking at the side of their neck. They don't know what they're talking about either. Oh, God, am I talking to here today? Yeah. Yeah, we we, gonna, we, gonna, we ain't going to hoop for a minute. You need to be empowered, not entertained. Let, let's, let's get this thing. I, I want you to understand this. I want you to understand. Jesus had showed Peter on the roof. Don't call my food. Not clean no more. And not only don't call my food not clean, don't call my people not clean no more. You understand what I'm saying to you? Here's the gist of the text. And so, and so Peter understands. He gets a revelation by God. He comes down off the roof. Two men come to him that from the house of Cornelius, and they say, "Hey, my man, Cornelius, my our Lord, Cornelius has has need of talk to you." And then he, and he goes down with them. They stayed overnight. Then he went on back to Cornelius's crib. And the Gentiles, the Gentiles. Now you understand, Peter just had a revelation on a roof. He, he's been he's been given game that, that ain't nobody been given yet. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying to you? And 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 what happens is he he goes to Cornelius as they rap, and, and Peter begins to preach, and 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 the Holy Ghost drops, and now we got Gentiles operating in the Holy Ghost. At this time, we're not talking about Gentile in, in a ne- in a negative connotation. We talk in a connotation. We're talking about Gentile, just meaning they ain't Jew. And and, and he sees the he sees the Holy Ghost drop on all of them. And and he's eating with them and he's chilling with them and he's praying with them. And and they get and they get back and they get back to, to John and 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 the rest of the crew and and they say and, and, man you ain't gonna believe what happened down here at this cat named Cornelius man I'm talking about all Gentiles all Gentiles they gave I mean speaking in tongues it was crazy. And Peter's he's on campus now and he's in, in Antioch and he's been eating and chilling with the Gentiles and and you know and he's one of them and he's and and and, and the Gentiles are trusting him now you see you gotta understand can I just go ahead and talk to people uh, that, that's in church leadership positions be careful about how you deal with people because you will be the reason that people walk away from God if you don't handle God's work seriously and carefully. Peter's been eating with the Gentiles, but now he heard the Jews is on the way. He hears the Jews is on the way, and so and so now he's getting funny style. And here's what here's what blows my mind in the thing. Paul is upset about this. He's upset about this because watch this, watch this. Paul because Paul's got an awesome team, but but because Peter is being hypocritical, now some of the other Jews that's a part of Paul's awesome team is being hypocritical. But this is how cold. This is why you got to be careful. This is why you got to be careful about how you live your life. You either go you, you understand what I'm saying to you because he even has Barnabas acting, acting hypocritical. Why is that such a big situation? If you remember when they did not trust when they did not trust Paul, they trusted Barnabas to trust Saul who hadn't yet been named Paul because Barnabas was of a good reputation and this man's of a good reputation enough to get a whole sect to accept Saul who was once a murderer and a and, a, and, a, and a, of the Christians and, and threw people into, you know, into jail but he has said he's cool and on the strength that it was Barnabas, he's cool and Barnabas has even been fooled by the hypocrisy. You can't be walking around letting people be fake you can't be walking around letting people just operate any kind of way, talking about they're Christian. Why? Because it's too much on the line. My child might see you being a liar. My child might see you being a thief. My child might see you be. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and because you hang with me, they think, I think, well, that's okay. You got to check every wrong in your camp. And that's why we got so much hell and high water running around here with our children, with our family members, with our spouses, because you won't check hell at the door. He says, what I've seen that this, that this, this hypocritical behavior was not just affecting some Jews, but man, it got to Barnabas. I had to confront this situation. Some of you better learn how to confront your hypocrite, the hypocrite in your life, even if the hypocrite in your life is you. The, 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 the greatest confrontation I ever had was with me. The, the, it was an honest confrontation. You ever had those? You ever had a confrontation with you? Confrontation where you can't even look at you no more. Where if you if you be all the way real about it, you 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 just you just shaking your head at your own self. 
You just SMH and text yourself. You just shake my head. Man, what's wrong with you? In Louisville last year, 2019, they had 92 murders. 92 violent murders. In this small city, smaller city of Lexington, last year in 2019, 29 murders. 29 violent deaths. The problem that I have with Louisville and Lexington having this type of murder in a year is we got two churches on every corner. We got three churches in every hood. How is it that we just operate so past feeling, as the Bible calls it, with all this so-called Holy Ghost around? Because I'm going to tell you why. Because people are more concerned with what their building looks like than what than what should be sitting in their building. You understand what I'm saying to you? When you're doing a when you're doing a serious church project, do you do you really do you consider everybody, or do you just consider the ones that you know can give? That's why you see these some of these. I'm gonna say it. You see some of these big churches go in poor neighborhoods, build their church because they get the land dirt cheap, but then but then find out ways to keep the hood out. If it ain't nothing else but just make them feel bad about themselves, they won't come back. So 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 Paul against everything he confronts them because he knows there's too much on the line. And when you have been shown something by God, when you have been given a mission by God. You can't worry about who don't who didn't get the mission. You can't worry about who didn't get the memo. You've got to do what it is that God has called you to do. And if church would get like that, and if everybody, especially in church leadership, would operate as church leadership should, if 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 if, if members would come to church and say, you know what, I'm going I'm going to leave better than what I came. I'm going to learn something that I didn't know. And even if it's nothing else, then I'm going to be reminded of something that I needed to hear again, so that I can get myself together. I want you to understand that 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 we got we got we got church man and 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 kids running around and all they're doing is watching their parents. All they're doing is watching you. And 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 whether she gets pregnant at 13, 16, or 20, a lot of that's going to fall back on how you trained. Whether he hits a prison, a gang, or a crack pipe, a lot of that, Christians are going, a lot of that's going to be contingent upon how you live your life. Now, not all of it's going to be the fault of somebody else, but, but the majority of it's going to be contingent upon how you trained. You, we, we're noticing statistically that when kids turn 18 and can walk away from church, they do. And when you ask those kids why are they walking away from the church at 18 when they've been in the church all their life, they never wanted to be in the, they stopped liking church when they was old enough to understand what a hypocrite was. Because it gave them, it was hard to look at their parents in the face. Oh God. It, it, it was hard to go home with their parents after they had, and, and, and see them this way when they had just saw them 45 minutes ago this way in the building. And all they wanted to do was, and, and here's the, here's the reality. And you try to parent from a hypocritical spirit. Don't you know, you, Trying to parent from a hypocritical spirit and, 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 and wondering why your kids don't respect you. See, see, they can love you though you foul, but respect you is a whole other thing. And, and you'll find that when they turn 16, 17 years old, you're going to need them to respect you more than you're going to need them to love you. See, because they can love you and still go get, oh God, I almost said something bad. They can, they, they, they can love you and still go do Foul things, but respecting you, they remember the lessons that you taught and they'll play a part in their life. I want you to understand this. I want you to understand this more than ever. We have too much on the line. We have too, how are you raising your babies for real? 
What, what, what are they seeing on your social? Some of us got teenagers. Some of us got uh, kids that's got accounts on social media. What are they seeing on your? Do they see Jesus on you and in you on your social media account? Do they see Jesus in you when somebody runs in the, in the, in the parking lot of Kroger's and takes the spot that you was going to get in? Do they see Jesus in you when somebody calls your phone while y'all sitting in the car and, 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 and it begins to gossip and you begin to talk about them too? And then when that person calls that you were just talking about calls you about an hour or two later, you talking to them like you never talked about them? What are they showing them? What are you showing them? Don't you understand that it is too much on the line? Sometimes you just got to get to the point. To where, man, I, I, this is why I, you got to get to the point where you know what? I made them. So now I got to forfeit me to make sure they stray. It can't, it can't be no hypocrisy in me if I want them to be okay. And again, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it loud. You want them to respect you in the latter years even if they don't love you, because respect to keep them out of prison, respect to keep them from addiction, respect to keep them from some alley doing whatever they can to get high. Respect. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and the problem with the 21st century church is we don't have enough parents whose children respect them. I tell you whatever, too, if you're going to buy me a new pair of shoes. I tell you the greatest daddy in the world, you're the, you're the greatest mom in the world, and you just bought me what I wanted. But 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 you can you can be the greatest, but that don't mean I respect you. And respect is going to be necessary for some of your next season of parenting and grandparenting. And you know, I'm a grandfather now, and some of the things that I'm hearing my grandchildren saying, "I'm Lord, have mercy." You know, and that's why you know I used to sit back and you know I used to make jokes with people because of you know all the lifestyle that I used to live and I used to say you know you know forgive my memory you know I used to smoke weed I don't want to talk about that no more ain't nothing that cool no more and I was say, ain't nothing cute about sin ain't nothing cute about sin the cutest thing about sin is that you got delivered from it that's it we run around here tell these stories and and you know and 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 here's another thing stop showing glimpses of salvation. Confusing these kids. Stop, stop showing, stop showing glimpses of you might be delivered. I want you to ask yourself something all over the building and in social media. And for those that are going to come and watch our, our, our broadcast a little later on, how are you for real? If your child or if your grandchild, your, your niece or nephew begin to operate like the real you, would you be pleased? If, if, if your grand, if your child, grandchild, Niece, nephew, whatever. If they, if they pattern, if, if their relationship with God was like yours, would you be pleased? I ain't talking about the relationship you show me. And get this, I'm not talking about the relationship that you think you have. I'm talking about the relationship that should be guidelined and, and uh, 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 upon what this word says. That's the guidelines of where you are with the Lord. How, would you be happy if that was your child's walk? If that's going to be they walk at 25 or 30 years old. Then, then if you're not, it's okay. It's okay if you're not. But let's do something about it. Let's do something about it. We don't, we don't have to lose them. We don't have to lose them. They don't have to play church. They don't have to, they don't have to dislike God on the strength of our foolishness. They don't have to. We, we, we can turn this thing around and get our babies and, and get people around us to love God again. But first, they got to see us love God first. And this adolescent candy land, popsicle candy gumdrop Christianity has got to be gone. It's got to be gone. You, you've got to be in or you've got to be out. You've got to have a Joshua spirit, sword in hand, friend or foe, who you with. I promise you, I promise, oh God, I hear you, Lord, I hear you, I hear you. Some sister, and, and, and there's people around me right now just going, Pastor, you know what, I want to be in like that, but I've been hurt so bad that I don't even have it in me to take another chance to, to give my all to God, to, to, to get connected back in like that. Because I can't, I, if I was to get hurt like that again, I'd probably lose my mind. And I, I want you to understand, but, but, God, but God's got you listening to this for a reason. He's got you listening to it for a reason. We have too much on the line. You can play the soft music. I'm done. You, <laughs> we got too much on the line. And so some, some of you got babies coming from middle school. Lord, how mercy. 
getting ready to go into high school, and that's when you ain't smart no more. That's when all their friends become smarter than you. About sophomore year, junior, that's when you just don't understand nothing. And all you can do is pray that the Bible is true. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm a hippie to that. When the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they grow old, they should not depart from it. And you can read that part in the Bible, and you, and you get happy for a minute. You get excited until you remember. That ain't how I train them up. See, I can't, I can't ask my child to go where I've not went myself. Lord, I'm mercy. I, I can't, I can't ask, I can't ask my children to love God when, when, when they see me not love God. And, and I'm too old. I'm too old to be making the mistakes that I make. And, and I'm without excuse because I know too much about this to still be the way that I am. And watch this. My child knows that I know too much about this to still be the way that I am. I want to ask you today, all over the building, huh, there's a spirit in this building right now. Spirit of heaviness. Because we know we ain't done it all right. Man, I jump right on in that boat too. I ain't done it all right. They made all type of promises, I'm going to get better. The world happened, promises forgotten. But them babies are sitting on the sideline watching us lose again. Watching us lose again. I just want to ask you, if what you know, if what you have on the line is precious, does it mean enough to you for you to turn your life around? Do, do, you, do, you, do you love your children enough to come out of you and to get into him? Lord, have mercy. Not get with him, but get into him. Do, do you love what's on the line enough? Enough to stay out of a bed that ain't yours. Huh? Keep things out your body that don't belong there. Do you love what's on the line enough? Whether you're here or in the land of social media, I want to offer an invitation a real live invitation. Listen, and I don't know why. How to buy it. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> the first one I want to offer is to the people that, that know God, has had relationship with God, but for whatever reason has truly forfeited that relationship with God. Let me tell you something. I stood in a pulpit for a year. Forfeited. Except if it was for the Holy Ghost. There ain't no telling how that thing would have turned out. I stood in a, in, in a pulpit for a year, broken, mind all over the place. You know, it didn't, you know. <laughs> Couldn't tell which way from up, you know. Trying to walk out of that pulpit for a year, trying to walk out of church, trying to be done with that thing. But something was holding me, <laughs> wouldn't let me go. I know what it means to, to preach broken. To preach to yourself first. To preach and feel like it works for everybody else but you. So I got to know how it feels like to get up here and, and sing. Sing songs to a God that, that seems like he, he don't hear your cry. <laughs> I, I know I know what it must feel like to, to play instruments and see everybody else be blessed but truth be told if you didn't wake up tomorrow sometimes that wasn't so bad it don't seem so bad I know I know what it feel like and I believe in this pandemic I, be, I believe that in this, this this era of this coronavirus I believe that God He's doing something mighty with his people that have been broken. <laughs> I, I think he's doing something mighty with his people that's been broken. 
I think he's ushering the church back. I think he's ushering his kids back from afar. From what they've been scattered abroad, I believe that he's, he's bringing them back. He's, bring, he's bringing them back. You know, our, our online views have been off the hook for churches all over the world. I mean, I mean, people that never watched before are watching like never before now. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and I believe that God is saying, listen, listen, we, we're going to do something major. I got people coming back from, I, I got calls, people coming back as soon as this thing's over with from, from Virginia. I got people coming back from, from Texas. <laughs> you know, I got people coming back in the front, in, in Lexington talking about as soon as this is over, I'll be there, I'll be there. You, you, I believe, I'm watching God do something crazy. And so today I want to offer this invitation for those of you that have been broken beyond explanation, beyond measure. I'm just asking you to trust God one more time. Don't, don't, don't trust past alliance. Don't trust whoever your pastor might be out there in social media. Trust the God in your pastor. And if you don't find no God in your pastor, then you, you know, well, I'm asking you to trust God one more time. And if you've had a relationship with the Lord, I invite you to come on down. Come on down. Get the altar in your house. Hit the altar in your house. Pastor, what, what is the altar in the house? Your knees. Get on your knees right now. We don't need an elaborate and, and we gotta have you. Man, get on, get on, get on your face right now. Get on your face right now. Listen, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even want, I don't, even in this church, in this church, there, there could be some people just sitting here going, you know what, man, I'm really ready to get back to that. I, 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 I know what Christianity y'all jacked up looks like, but I want to be a part of Christianity that's nothing but, but has nothing but power. Power. You understand what I'm saying to you? I want you to, if, if, if you're with us, about, I, I, I just want you to, you don't even got to get up. Just, just, just close your eyes and just pray. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We thank you that while, when we fell, when we walked away, when we gave up, when we threw in the towel, we thank you that you kept a light on for us. Father, we thank you that when we come back to you, when we came back to you, you, didn't, you weren't tripping at all. In fact, you, the Bible teaches us that you clothe us in your robe and, and you give us your ring and, and you don't even discuss what it is that what we've been through. Because, because there's something about you that can see deep on the inside of us and know that, that our repentance is real. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins. Make me whole. I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins. You said that if I would confess my sins, that you would be faithful and just to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. God, I'm asking you to cleanse me of all of my unrighteousness. I confess all my wrongs. I confess all my wrongs. And I repent. I repent right now. I turn away from my sin right now in the name of Jesus. And I'm asking you to come back into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I will follow you. I don't just want you to be my Savior. I want you to be my Lord. I don't just want your stuff. I want you to be in control. And I thank you, Father, that you stay true to your word. And as I confess my sins, you cleanse me and cleansing me of all of my unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you, if you prayed that prayer with me, I want you to hit my inbox. You might have my number. Hit me by email, lions, Stephen, P-H-E-N, the number 12 at yahoo.com, lions, L-Y-O-N-S, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, the number 12 at yahoo.com. I want you to email me, get it, get, get on my, in my inbox. I don't want to know your business. I just want to help you. I want to help. I want to pray with you. I want to know who I'm praying for. I want to say this. I want to say this. You got so much to offer. You got so much to offer. For every wrong thing that I have ever said, may have said about you, I apologize. But you have so much to offer. There was a whole generation watching you. And, and, and when you lock in with this thing, man, you're going to be surprised at how you see so many people come out of so much hell. And my prayer for you, my prayer, my, what I ask you to pray about 
It's just trusting the God in me. I want, I want to be your friend, man. I want to be your friend, man. I want to be somebody you call. I want to call you. I want to tell you some things I might not tell somebody else. And I want to know that if I ain't got nobody else to turn to, I can call you. I, I, I want a Jonathan you, and I, I, and you can David me, man. And and that ain't going to happen overnight. I know it's going to take some time, man, but but I'm down if you down. You feel me? And, and Man, you know, if it's just sitting back eating some chili and don't say a word, you know what I'm saying? And catch you next time, Pastor. Catch you next time, Johnny, man. I want to be your friend, man. I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. I don't... I don't want you to just come play musician and, and instruments and make my service better. And, and, and I, I want to be your friend. I want to be cool with you. I want to be down with you. I want you to know that when you're going through hell, you can call me. And I'll sit there and listen and we'll cry together and we'll go through it together. Because you're going, you're going through a whole lot. But I want you to say, the Lord told me to say, everything going to be all right. I don't know what's popping up, but it's, it's, you're going to be all right, man. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. I want, I want to be cool with you. I want to be, you understand what I'm saying to you? That when we leave here, you know, but not nobody said nothing about y'all, and, and but not nobody said nothing about me because you know you understand what I'm saying because we love each other like that. I'm talking about for real, man. I'm so tired of the busted up church. I'm so tired of the hypocritical church. I'm so tired of the church that we only cool when we together and 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 not all the time. Then I, I, I just want to be down. I'm, 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 so, I'm so tired of this this fake thing. I'm so tired of this foolishness that we done we done we done called the church. We done we done talked about it as the father's business. 90% of the stuff we see on social media by, by the people of God ain't got nothing to do with the Father's business. Listen. Give God a chance. For those of you that are not saved, for those of you that are not saved, pray with me. Heavenly Father, right now, and today's the day you want to give your life to Jesus. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus. God, we come to you naked and not ashamed. I'm just asking you to Forgive me of my sins and come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. Father, from this day forward, I follow you. And I'm going to need your help, Father. I'm going to need your grace. I'm going to need your strength. I'm going to need your mercy. I'm going to need your understanding. I'm going to need your patience. But I don't want to keep being like this. So today I give my life to you, God. And I just ask that you mold me into what it is that you'll have me to be. And I thank you, God, for accepting me as your child. I thank you. And today, and today I confess Christ with my mouth and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. I, I believe it. And, and I believe it when you said in that, in your scriptures that if I would confess him with my mouth and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, that I'd be saved. And so I'm, I'm fellowshipping today. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm celebrating today because I'm saved. If you prayed that prayer in Jesus name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to make sure you get with me, get with me. Jump on my page. Get at me one way or another. I want to be a blessing to your life. I want to be a part of you. You don't even have to come join this church. I just want to make sure you're straight. Kingdom is when I ain't worried about where you land. I just want to make sure you're cool. Now, let me not lie. I'd love to see you at this church. <laughs> ain't no use in lying now. I, I, you understand what I'm saying to you? But, 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 but as long as you get to a church that is preaching Christ crucified, they're living that thing for real. Listen. It's just some crazy times we're living in, y'all. Some times that make you just want to give up, duck your head. But I know a God that he's able. And if we'll just call on him and believe in him and forfeit our ways and take on his wholeheartedly, I believe that we'll see something great in the land. I think we're going to see something great in the land. Let me pray with you. Pray that service out. Listen, for the Unity Worship Center, that's on social media. Don't forget your tithes and your offerings. Uh, you can sow your tithes into our cash app, money sign, UWC Lex. Or you can go on the website, uh, uwclex.org. And you can go on the, the give button there. And, 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 and I felt in my spirit that somebody shifted. The enemy tried to shift when I began to talk about the tithes and offerings. Well, when you come back from the pandemic, you're going to want heat. You're going to want air and you're going to want lights. And I know out there, somebody, I'm dealing with something right now. Somebody out there is, you know, dealing with something that says, listen here, <laughs> the church, all they want is your money. Oh, Burger King wants your money. We want your soul. We want to see you make it to heaven. So again, for our, all of our members, don't forget to forget your tithes and your offerings. Don't forget the family that we're blessing for one year. Some of you have committed to 
And if you cash app that, put on there, please put on there for the family. Amen. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we come here today and we thank you for all things. God, we thank you that you have allowed us to see that there is too much on the line to be playing church. There is too much on the line to be, to just be trying to walk in your kind of a way. Father, I thank you for today there's going to be restoration. Father, I thank you today for today there's going to be friendships and brotherhoods built today. Father, I thank you today for Unity Worship Center, especially because I believe something special just happened in our land. I think something just special just happened in our ministry. And Father, I ask that while you're blessing this ministry, don't forget to bless. The, I know you won't forget, but don't but bless them all, Lord, that's, that's preaching your word. That's, that's about you for real. Bless them, Lord. Give the pastor strength. Give all of our pastors strength like never before. Give us understanding. Give us, give us willpower. Lord, give us willpower. Lord, 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 keep us with the heart to be able to do this thing for you. And I pray for every soul that is in this building, every soul that is connected to this building. We pray for our sick and shut in. And Father, we just give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. You're dismissed. God bless you. Social media, thank you for spending time with us. We love you and we pray that you have an awesome day.